0: ruby island podcast episode number 81 super bowl 56 winning podcast uh, i'm jfm jfmb jeff I'm jeff, I'm jeff, I'm B, jeff, <laughs> jeff and yeah back another week it is the first week of august it was a very interesting week for me but i'm very happy i mean i'm i'm very um i had a good week i, th- I thought i thought it was a really good week and coming off the last episode new chapters it was definitely a new chapter but no, i'm very proud of the first week and looking forward to the weeks to come. it's different now <laughs> but before we do this uh episode quick episode about my bucket list things i want to do before i hit the grave before i die and judging by times i mean it's just about any day now. But before we get into that, um I'm gonna be real, like episode eighty one I had recorded an episode yesterday, Sunday night, it is Monday night, and it was very it was a very sensitive topic. It was very um blunt. It was very uh very very tough. It's not very, um, an easy topic to talk about, and it has to, there's a lot of stuff that it kind of revolved around, but it's been bad lately, and it's kind of my fault, because, you know, I, I just kept reading different stuff, and watching the news and stuff, and sometimes ignorance really is bliss, but at the same time, like, I, it's like, (laughs) I want to know stuff that's going on in the world and around me as well. And I I had stumbled, and I'll tell you what I was talking about in that episode. The original episode 81, I was talking about the recent um, attacks, Asian American attacks that we've had in in the Bay Area once again. And it was very emotional last night for me. It was um, was very charged up on it. I don't think I said anything really wild but it was definitely not politically correct but you know me like I, I try to be very honest upfront and real about a lot of issues whether it's <laughs> reviewing k-pop songs reviewing sports or reviewing political matters I'm always going to be 100% real and honest about different situations but And I was very blunt. I think that's the word. I was very honest. I was definitely not politically correct in that original recorded episode. And I decided to not do it. I think one reason being is that I feel like I have to find a better way to kind of um, express my thoughts on it. A very a way that I could get the point across without not getting it across in this era if that makes sense. And yeah, I mean back in the day I used to handle really sensitive topics by writing about it in my blog and that would take sometimes I could do it in a night, sometimes but I, I'd usually sit on it for a few days, but with the podcast setup I usually um do stuff denied of or yeah and I, I don't really prepare too much for it so yeah i don't think it was really that well thought of thought out but yeah it was regarding the um recent attacks on asian asian elderlies in san francisco i think and it was um i still i'm not trying to pa- uh, gloss over it I'm not trying to ignore it but at the same time I feel like I, I had to do that right and I don't know if I'll handle it in a diff, diff, another episode I don't think this is going to end I mean I literally just heard <laughs> you yeah, on YouTube I I just watched another report on a um Hispanic or Hispanic Mexican uh vendor street vendors you know you seen them if you ca- in California there's a lot of street vendors around that are just making an honest living and i heard one of them got robbed and murdered in front of their kid and it's it's sad to see similar things happening to other communities not just the asian community and again it's getting glossed over and i you know i feel kind of guilty not posting that episode but when i'm right when i could address it properly handle my emotions and not get too negative and try to spread because I've been too negative lately with everything that I've been seeing it's been rough trying to think positive but I'm trying to make this a positive podcast as much as I can (laughs) because there's other podcasts there's other channels for this dark and gloomy stuff and again it doesn't excuse me for from like not talking about these subjects but at the same time i have to do it right and i didn't i didn't feel like the episode was well thought up well thought out god why, why do i keep saying it well thought out i think i could do better on that one and it wasn't up to my standards but i, I will address it eventually and i hopefully i don't and hopefully it could be butterflies and rainbows hopefully we could hear better news you know I mean, it's kind of my fault, too, because I've been watching a lot of these uh, police activity videos. They're very, they're very crazy. And for some reason, they're also suggesting me these videos of, like, these robbery attempts. And I just saw, just the span of last week, we saw, like, the Norco gas station owner, old, old guy, just had a shotgun and shot the dude who had, like, an assault rifle and scared them off. And then another Asian man who who ran a smoke shop in Vegas. He didn't have a gun, I don't know why, but he actually stabbed one of the um dudes that was trying to rob him seven times and didn't murder him. I don't know how he survived, but yeah, it's just been really really rough and again, maybe ignorance is bliss, maybe I should just ignore it. But at the same time I live here and it's like should i live happily and act like this doesn't exist or should i make note of it and i don't know do something about it i don't know but yeah that that's the original story for episode 81 and sorry um and yeah but again stop the asian hate it's still it's still going on we're still getting robbed we're still getting murdered yeah serious issue but anyways moving on (laughs) moving on uh i'm just to this episode that i kind of audible to i kind of just thought about it on the fly just to replace it i i you know i kind of promised that beyonce episode but honestly i didn't listen to listen to the album yet and honestly i don't think i ever will because like for some reason with me like something that's really weird about me is that i i don't really listen to um new stuff when it comes out <laughs> like i always take like the longest time to listen to stuff like i haven't even listened to um the It'sy album yet there's a bunch of stuff that is in the backlog i haven't finished uh stranger things i guess i don't, I don't know i just can't commit to long-term things that i kind of had to force myself to do but with that said episode 81 is just about my bucket list (laughs) i had some other options as well but i just wanted to share my dreams my passions or some of them i'm not gonna go over everything and you know everybody has their bucket list and with these times that are ahead of us with the recession and cost of living um getting higher and higher and just the just how the world is like a lot of our hobbies are kind of put on hold for the most part and we may never ever get to that point but if i ever get to that point here are i wrote down four things in my current bucket list i have a bunch of others that i don't want to share with you for some reason but it's kind of secret you know but here are four that i'm willing to share with you guys number one Skateboarding. Yeah, I, I could do a whole episode on skateboarding, but I've been infatuated with the the culture since Tony Hawk, pro skater. You know the video game, Thug under under uh, Tony Hawk Underground 2, and growing up with like Viva La Bam, like skate, and then Robin Big, like skateboarders were always like some of the coolest people in the world to me and they still are to this day even at my tender age of 30 like i still look at them like god they're so fucking cool like along with athletes still you know i still find like sports athletes really cool but skateboarders at the same time they're still like fucking awesome to me and there was once a time in college where i actually went to a skate shop in sacramento did i oh yeah sacramento and i bought a board it was actually kind of more of a cruiser board slash skateboard kind of in between it wasn't really a true skateboard but yeah i wait did i hold on let me rephrase that i actually got a skateboard first i got my first skateboard at um ftc in sacramento i got it from somewhere it might have been that store but I had it done like a legit skateboard, beginner skateboard. And I, I picked it up. And I remember <laughs> I tried. This is when I was in um, Davis, by the way. And then, yeah, just, sorry. But just review the failing college episodes if you want to get context on that. But, yeah, I was in Davis at the time. And, you know, everybody was on bikes. and But I was like, man it seems like the perfect time to pick up a skateboard i think i was like 20 or 19 yeah i was 19 to 20 years old never rode a skateboard in my life and yeah i decided to pick one up and yeah i remember i would go to the um under underpass of the freeway in davis like they had like an underpass that connected some area in the, like the, there's a outer campus like in the south side and then the main campus and it was um it was divided by the um highway highway 80 or was it highway 50 highway 80 i think but yeah there's an underpass and i would take my skateboard and i would just practice there and it wasn't like i was practicing ollies or anything i was just practicing how to fucking ride the thing because i was scared shitless like I, I feel like i have good basic um hand or balance or whatever but it's a whole new world when you're in a skateboard it's not like a bike it's not like uh anything you you can think of <laughs> balancing on it's very different it's freaky it feels weird and you don't have like handlebars or anything like a scooter and yeah it's just you the board and cracks on the concrete <laughs> that you're praying that you don't fall on but anyways i did that i would bring my skateboard to class and i, I remember and davis like i was going to one class and i fucking ate it like i i fell so hard i think i pushed too hard and then i got to the back of the board and i think i accidentally uh yeah i pushed it too hard and i fall on my butt and i don't think anybody saw it to be honest i think they saw me on the ground but i was pretty embarrassed at the time and it's very very scary and it's i think that kind of um that kind of uh pushed me away from uh, pursuing it a lot further than i should have but again i was young at that time i was a teenager i was 20 years old so 19 19 i think and yeah i wish i had really dove into that a little bit more but i didn't i put the board away there's i literally still have my board in my car it's just chilling there and i gave my skateboard away to some um kid in davis apartments i forgot which one some little kid sorry some like little mexican kid i gave him i gave it to him he was really psyched about it (laughs) and i'm praying that he he kept riding it you know, living out my dream, I I hope he did, I hope he is, like, because skateboards are really fun, but anyways, I've been, like, the universe has been, like, kind of pushing me to kind of get back into skateboarding by showing me, um like, every time on YouTube, like, whenever I just get this random skateboard videos, I just get into this rabbit hole of skateboard videos, and then I act like i know everything they're doing like oh my god he did a he did a fifty fifty board slide switch or he did a nollie impossible or a tray flip yada 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 to manual off off a three stair and whatever acting like i know what i'm, I'm talking about but in all honestly i have no clue but it, i think they have a word for that i think for me i think the word is um poser i think that's what they call me but yeah (laughs) but i yeah i've been dying like i might as well do it like i'm in like the last stages of my athleticism i guess i've seen um 40 year old skaters too it's not like 40 year olds can't do it but your body's really degrading at that point and i had to take that to consideration so like i'm close to I've been close to going to a skate shop and just getting into the, another skateboard and just trying it again and I've had goals like I wanted to learn how to do an ollie that was something that I've always wanted to do and then we get to kickflip and then eventually I'm gonna just um clear like a three-stair gap or something <laughs> and yeah I just and then another one was just a skateboard around the city whether it's like Berkeley or San Francisco or something like that just be a rebel that I've always like just to you know <laughs> but that is one of my that's on my bucket list and um that's something that I might consider doing now you know but we'll see number two uh number two i have is race car driving um again this is a childhood dream of mine because i think every kid wants to be or every male kid boy wants to be like a race car driver when they grow up at least when i was a kid and i was one of those kids as well the only difference is that like i i grew up on gran turismo fast and furious um everything i was in that car culture when it was very especially the import scene when i was a very very little kid with like what is it super street or something like that the magazine oh my god i I wish i saved those magazines but yeah the tuner stuff and all that stuff and it's just something that i've always wanted to do i think my dream of being a professional race car driver is died a long time ago i think that it's such a hard dream to achieve because it's like you have to be into it as a kid and i just never had that opportunity and it's yeah i'm not like lewis hamilton or something but anyways it doesn't mean that like i can't go out and race a car like it's still out there i see numerous like track day events autocross events and like some tracks have um you have to get a license but you could drive and race your own cars they're like the super rich people that have like this million dollar car that they only have for like racing and stuff like that so it's kind of like a money financial thing but I also wait hold on I do see other other people that aren't that rich that are able to get to the track and drift around it and stuff like that. And that's always been, like, a kind of dream of mine to just go out there and race. You know, push a car to the limit, not do it in the highway where it's dangerous and I could die <laughs> in, like, a very professional track. And not in Gran Turismo, online, but real life, you know. And that's my second bucket list item i think i don't know one day number three number three is to attend the nationals the national card show convention i missed it again this year i didn't go last year Um, i didn't go this year because um financially i had to make it wasn't really in my budget i don't think it's i don't think it'll ever be in my budget but it didn't help that it's like across the country, and not only do I have to pay for a hotel, I had to pay for the plane ticket, had to pay for, pay for food and all that stuff and transportation, and then I had to pay for the cards itself. But the National Sports Card Collector Show, like the na I call <laughs> the Nationals, is literally like my Disneyland. Like i I think I talked about my first time going to the sports, sh- uh trading card show here in the bay area and it was amazing and it was a very it was compared to the nationals it's nothing like that was only like a super small fraction of what the nationals is and the national card show collector convention is kind of like my holy grail my disneyland and i keep seeing videos of like my favorite card youtubers going there and it just looks like heaven to me like all i don't even need to buy anything i just want to look at the cards and stuff like i'm just a, am not you know i'm not in it for the investment i just like cards and one day you know if they bring to chicago i might go next year and just buy singles (laughs) like just search like the cheap pins get like 15 or 10 dollar psa nines or something but that is also one of my bucket list items and one day i'll go to it sorry number four (laughs) number four i just ate i'm so sorry number four is another traveling one and i think i i like to travel a lot of areas and stuff and you know at my job like one thing that i would do when i'm bored is just go on google maps And I would just literally go to whatever country in the world. And I would just try to zoom in on a street view of, like, random cities and stuff. And I'd just be so fascinated seeing, like, places in Europe, you know, places in Africa, China, uh, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Alaska. It's just so fascinating to see how much of the world out there is to explore. And it's really, like again like it's financially dependent it's so hard to do it even though i think there are cheap ways to do it like <laughs> like sleeping on the street but this is just tough one of the holy grails for me and for a lot of people is uh, tokyo japan and everybody has their reasons some people like you for anime some people want the food they like sushi <laughs> Some people like the cars, the the scene there. They have a lot of, I mean, come on, Japanese cars. We love our JDM cars. I have a Japanese car. <laughs> and for me, it's all of the above. Like, I love, I've seen it from afar. I've appreciated it from across the country, across the ocean. Like, I've really admired their city, admired that's how it looks how how the people the food how they um just the culture there and stuff like that and the cars of course the different the (laughs) anime i don't i don't even watch anime but i like the anime but yeah fashion wise too i mean there's a lot of street streetwear fashion that originated in japan just a country that's rich in everything and architectural architecture wise they have the city they have one of the best city looking cities out there from um tokyo to i forgot what the other one was god damn it but yeah <laughs> but yeah it's always some a place that me and many many others wish to go to and i think they've opened up for tourism again i don't know one day maybe next year might do it you No, know, or two years from now i don't know but that's one of my holy grails and one of my bucket list items is to go to tokyo specifically go to the fish market get some fresh sushi and then go to that uh place where uh everybody walks at shibuya square or something like that i don't know mal fuji um yeah and check out that go to car meet there and see all their gtrs and stuff that i'm never gonna be able to afford and yeah, <laughs> and that, that that will be episode 81, mapping out the rest of August. Um, I have, I think, two episodes planned out for sure. One of them being um, something special that's kind of in the air right now, dependent on what happens this week. That's why it's, it's very exciting times ahead of me. <laughs> and yeah, I'll talk about that and talk about plans on that if that happens. And then, of course, you know, that football season is coming up really fast. First week of September. And I had to preview the Rams season. And I think I'll do a solo episode for that one instead of separate. So look out for that. And until then, um, episode 81, will be Allen Podcast. Peace.